don't know this, then you're behind the times. The only metric that matters is convenience. Rules apply to you. Suddenly you're an advertiser. It's July 13th and time for your Social and Six update. As always, we're bringing you the six most important news stories from the ever-changing landscape. To fill you in on the news you might have missed and to give you plenty to talk about in our Facebook group. So without further ado, let's get started. Got a secret, can you keep First up from Theo, Twitter is working on a secret paid-for feature. Yes, Twitter has been experimenting with fleets and audio tweets, which are two updates we've covered in recent weeks. But while those updates are free to users, Twitter's next feature might not be. The news surrounds two job adverts from Twitter on LinkedIn and Twitter's job portal, which shows that they are looking for software engineers to join a new team that will be working closely with Twitter's payments department. One of the job posts mentioned this is a first for Twitter and that the project falls under a new code name, Griffin. It's hard to know what the project will entail, but Twitter did leave one clue when it mentioned the word subscription platform. Since the news broke, Twitter's played down speculation, saying that they're constantly looking for ways to generate more revenue. However, the nature of this update and the fact that Twitter has been seemingly coy about what Project Griffin is has done nothing to quell speculation. The most logical outcome, many have said, could be a pay-to-play version of Twitter for the platform's power users, which would come without ads and include premium features. That would certainly make Twitter a little like LinkedIn, but is there enough of a demand for a paid-for version of Twitter? We'll have to see. Facebook founder and CEO Mark Zuckerberg is sounding the alarm against TikTok. For me, Facebook kills its first TikTok clone, Lasso. Yeah, Facebook has decided to kill Lasso, its first attempt at direct competition with TikTok. Now, Lasso was launched late 2018 and it let people shoot looping videos of up to 15 seconds and the app centered around an algorithmic feed of recommended videos, but also allowed users to tap through hashtags or an explore page of themed video collections. So it was very similar to TikTok. But it wasn't enough to compete with TikTok. Even though Lasso is no more, Instagram's own TikTok clone Reels is going ahead after news it's now being tested in India, where governments have just banned the use of TikTok. So Reels may have legs in India for that reason, and it may even be a welcome addition to Instagram, whose audience is aging somewhat now and doesn't necessarily use TikTok. Now, to those users, Reels will be a welcome feature. But I think if Facebook is planning to completely eradicate TikTok with Reels, they're very mistaken. I think they're overestimating how much monopoly they have over social media. And they made the same mistake with Snapchat by thinking that the app was just a feature that they could clone. And once they did clone that feature, Snap would disappear. But that didn't happen. And I think TikTok has reached a level now where it's not going to be easily toppled. And people actually like new experiences and different apps. Having everything you need in Facebook and Instagram might be ideal for them, but it's quite a boring reality for the users. Next up, a leaked code shows Messenger and WhatsApp could be integrated soon. Yes, a story that broke on a few niche iOS and Android blogs initially has made international headlines. The story surrounds leaked developer code found on Messenger with various files containing the name WhatsApp. On the face of things, it looks as though users on Messenger will be able to message WhatsApp users directly from the app without having to change and vice versa. Now, that's a huge convenience for people who are only present on one of those platforms, but it also opens up endless possibilities for communication between users and brands. Many brands have a chatbot and natural language processing set up on Messenger, but WhatsApp business tends to be a little more esoteric. Combine the two, however, and you have one of the world's most powerful instant messaging solutions. Now, talk of integration isn't anything new. Mark Zuckerberg's aim has long been to unify Messenger, WhatsApp, and Instagram Direct, potentially in the hope of these assets not being broken up by lawmakers. However, it does suggest integration is closer than many of us had thought initially. 
Right, we'll take a quick break there to answer one of the questions that's come from our Social Minds Facebook group. This week, Nina says, We turned our Facebook advertising off at the weekend to help support the boycott. We've noticed that our organic impressions and reach have plummeted since we did this. Does our paid social have an effect on our organic content? Hi, Nina. Thanks for your question. I hope we can answer it for you. So in short, yes, your paid output does affect your organic content. Any page admins will notice that as soon as you turn off your paid output, the results from your organic results will dip as a result of that. Now, if your paid posts perform well, that will boost your organic content in the feed because the algorithm can see that you're popular with users. And without that extra engagement coming in through paid, the platform assumes that your relevance is depleted and you fall behind brands and pages who are using a mix of paid and organic. So as well as this, you should also factor in the extra users that you'll have lost who usually come to your page from a sponsored post. Now, you're essentially closing off your page to new visitors. So your engagement is just now down to your existing followers. So for any brands who are considering supporting the Facebook boycott, it is worth weighing up why you want to do this. Is it purely moral? Will it put more pressure on Facebook? Or are you hoping to get some good press out of the situation? Bearing in mind, a recent study showed that just less than a third of consumers are even aware of the boycott. Even though it's a big story in advertising circles, normal people don't really know or care. So the good press you'll get as a result of boycotting is minimal, unless you're shouting from the rooftops yourself. Now, as well as that, Facebook itself has said that the boycott will have such a tiny impact on its revenue that it probably won't even meet the campaign's demands. Now, when companies like Unilever and Coca-Cola aren't even making a dent, it's really worth considering what tangible impact your brand can have on the situation, because the last thing you'll want to do is hurt your own bottom line for no good reason. Yeah, very interesting question there and answer by E. Thanks again, Nina. Now back to the stories. If you slide left on a comment, you have three options here, and the new one is the pin option. Next up, Instagram rolls out pin comments, test the shop tab, and stories page. Yes, Instagram is adding pinned comments to posts, giving users more control over the conversation happening underneath their content. You can now pin a maximum of three positive comments to highlight them, which will also help you to moderate any negative comments by being able to control which ones show up in the preview in feed. Now, brands can use this to highlight comments from top users or choose which ones make your content look best that'll help stop scrolling thumbs. As well as this new feature, Instagram also just announced that it has begun testing its new shop tab, which it first mentioned in May. This allows users to shop from brands and creators in the app's navigation bar, where you can filter products by categories, the same as the current shop tab within Instagram Explore. You'll remember in May, Instagram also announced plans for a newly designed Instagram shop with a different layout than what's available right now through Explore, but those changes aren't being tested just yet. To start, this test will direct all users globally to the same shop experience that users in the US currently have. The main difference being that the shop icon will replace the heart icon for activity in Instagram's main navigation. The plan is still to roll out the new Instagram shop later this year. This is just the first stage. Finally, the last update from Instagram is a new test for stories. You'll remember a few weeks ago, we reported on Instagram's test where stories were being displayed in two rows instead of one, doubling the amount of content you see on the homepage. Now it seems they're taking that test one step further by adding a button that says see all stories, which will take you to a dedicated area for stories where people's circular icons fill the whole screen. And if you call me a kid, make sure you put theater in front of it. My way, my way out to now, TikTok self-serve ads have launched globally. Yes, we've spoken a lot about the moves TikTok have been making lately, but features aside, the update marketers have been waiting for is finally here and it concerns advertising. 
After testing with select partners, TikTok has rolled out its self-serve advertising platforms to brands globally. Similar to Facebook Ads Manager, you'll now be able to target TikTok users and optimize campaigns with, in TikTok's own words, an easy-to-use platform. TikTok, as you'll remember, already has 2 billion users, so this is a massive step for brands and one that seeks to stoke competition between TikTok and Facebook. But major brands aside, TikTok's latest play will be welcomed by small to medium-sized businesses especially, which in Facebook's case provide a greater share of ad revenue on account of their sheer volume. In support of the new feature launching, TikTok is providing $100 million worth of advertising credits to small businesses who it says have been at risk the most recently due to lockdowns and disruption. Let's see how this changes things across the social media landscape. Hi, I'm Darren Krakowiak, the W is pronounced as a V. I'm the founder of CRE Success, a coaching, consulting and mentoring firm and the host of CRE Success, the podcast. You've made news for LinkedIn. They've launched audio uploads and a double tap feature. Yes, LinkedIn has also made some changes to its platform over the last week or so. The first being the option to double tap images to like them, much like on Instagram. Now, this is a small update, but it does signal its direction as a platform. LinkedIn is slowly becoming more of a platform for personal branding and more of a professional branch of influencer marketing and less like a jobs board. Job search features have taken a back seat in the last few years even, while social first features like this one, which are all about user experience and engagement, have been at the forefront. Now, the next feature from LinkedIn is the option to upload audio recordings of up to 10 seconds to your profile to let visitors know how to pronounce your name. The platform says with this, they hope to recreate the courtesies you'd find in the workplace and help people to make a good impression by not getting someone's name wrong. Now, to add an audio pronunciation to your profile, just go to your profile, then hit edit and tap record name pronunciation. Now, this is a helpful feature as is, but I also think it won't be long before we see people using it to record whatever they like, such as a short pitch for themselves or for their CV, almost like an audio bio. It is unclear at the moment, though, whether or not LinkedIn will allow this. Lastly, LinkedIn is also launching a new credit system to limit follow invites for company pages, so you won't be able to spam your connections with requests to join anymore. Instead, LinkedIn will give page admins 100 credits a month that can be used to invite connections to follow their page. It's also worth clarifying that if a page has multiple admins, the 100 credits are split amongst everyone. LinkedIn is not giving out 100 credits per admin per month, and these credits also won't roll over to the next month. Eve, some fantastic updates there, especially interested in the news that has come out of Instagram, which I've actually been uh, reading about as well, including some of the reasons behind the pinned comments feature, particularly that it's being seen as a kind of tool for reinforcing positive comments and also, you know, as a sort of like an anti-bullying play. Yeah, definitely. I mean... <laughs> Instagram sort of labeling everything they do at the moment an anti-bullying move. I think in reality, this feature is going to help social media managers more than most people, influencers and high profile accounts just to choose what comments they want to represent their content. So their picture, it doesn't really do anything to quell bullying in my opinion, because you can't downrank the bad comments. You can only uprank the positive ones and it's only the top three. So it really is just like choosing things to highlight your brand. But I think it's an exciting update nevertheless for social media managers and influencers and creators. I think it makes complete sense. I can definitely see how it'd be useful, like you said, to set the tone, especially on branded posts as well, like we do with pin posts. Yeah, 
definitely. I mean, we've had it on Facebook for a while, but you can use it to do things like announce, say if you're doing a giveaway, you can pin like the terms and conditions or like the winner, things like that. You can actually make it quite interactive as well. Interesting stories on your side as well, Theo. I mean, I'm particularly excited about the news that Messenger and WhatsApp are finally integrating because we've been talking about that for so long and it feels like there was no updates for ages, but now it is going ahead. And I'm curious to know if Instagram is being involved in this still as well or if they're figuring it out between Messenger and WhatsApp first, because I guess they're the most like solely Messenger apps as opposed to direct and Instagram. Yeah, it really, really is an interesting one. And you're completely right. I think that, you know, in the times before that we've sort of commented on this story, we've always treated it as being a um, trinity between Instagram, direct messenger and WhatsApp. Now, the code that's been discovered just seems to be WhatsApp at the moment. But I'm wondering Mm. if, you know, by the time that they sort that functionality out, those two being purely messaging platforms, if we Mm. may see a greater inclusion of Instagram direct lately. But I mean, certainly the ability to message people from Messenger to WhatsApp, it you know, opens loads of doors, especially for people like me. I mean, I'm quite active on WhatsApp, but not nearly as active on Messenger, whereas I know that's completely different in other parts of the world. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I'm actually not that opposed to the feature anymore. I guess I've gotten used to the idea since the news first broke, but I think you're right in terms of they'll just be testing this between those two platforms and bring Instagram in later because there has been a lot of speculation about encryption in WhatsApp and how that will work. So they're probably just trying to get around that at the minute. And again, I'd say another thing with this is also, you know, what's happening in the world in terms of, uh, you know, politicians wanting to break up tech. I think Facebook are purposely kind of, you know, tying knots so that it's harder down the line to break these platforms up, especially if they share the same sort of, you know, encryption. Yeah, definitely. It's an exciting time at Social Chain at the moment, as many of you following our channels will have probably seen. We have just released this social media leaderboard for June, which is a project we've been working on for several months now. I've been releasing data of the top 250 brands in the world. Now, every month for the month before, we look at the top 10 in isolation and see which brands have made the biggest impact on social. If you haven't seen that yet, check out our channels for a closer look at the brands that have made the top 10, including PlayStation, which has been unmoved for several months now. And next week, we'll be releasing a brand new interview episode with the head of influence at Ogilvy, Rahul Titus, talking all things influencer marketing post-COVID and in the future. So make sure you tune in for that. Thank you for listening. We really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please remember to leave us a review on iTunes because it really, really helps and allows us to bring you brand new episodes every single week. This has been the Social Minds Podcast with myself, Theo Watts, Eve Young, and produced by Ollie Thompson.